Coming to you live from a quiet, serene place of solitude, where the ills of modern life are nowhere to be seen or heard, and your only sense is one of peaceful gratitude. It's a perfect place for shitting, and a perfect place for intermental RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. That's right. It's the Rick and Morty podcast. I am your host, Brandon Cruz. And if you're following us in the stream, you might notice that Travis Menard is uh, eating a pickle, sitting on a portal of his own making. Uh, he, He doesn't make his own pickles, but he's actually in Orlando, Florida, visiting Walt Disney World. Yes, Walt Disney World, the company that will eventually take over Adult Swim and make Rick and Morty fight mickey to the death uh i am your host brandon cruz uh travis is is not here so uh let's let's get through some social media real quick you can follow us over on rick and morty podcast.reddit.com rick and we're on twitter of course twitter.com slash rick and morty pod www.rickandmortypod.com www.facebook.com slash rick and morty podcast not sure if you knew that was a thing. You can send us an email. We would love to have your email. That is rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. You can, of course, watch this video and many more over at youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm or twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm. If you want to support us money-wise, Public or Patreon. I'm not going to go in there because I, you know, hate, hate having to... Uh, uh, hawk our wares so much uh you know today is a very special day we are here to talk about well we are here i am here to talk about episode two of season four the old man and the seat yes old man in a seat uh but before we get into that usually travis says something to me he usually he usually says something funny and then i laugh at it uh and then, then things happen, and then uh, oh, I, I, I think I missed the transition. It's fine. It's fine. It you know it doesn't it doesn't matter. Uh, and then what happens is he says, Brandon, it's time for semi pertinent news. Then I do a song. I do a funny song. I go, hey, that's right. It's semi pertinent news. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get this started. Um, first up in semi-pertinent news, uh, I had hit up Cryptozoic a little bit ago. Um, they released the Morty Zone, the season four, episode one tie-in game, which turns out uh, they, they sent us a copy and I was able to play it with my wife and child, who is a seven-year-old boy. And it is a really, really fun game. It is basically Yahtzee. Um, so if you've, if you've seen the first episode of season four, uh, Edge of Tomorty, Rick, Die, Rick, Pete. You know that it's all about Morty uh, trying to f- end, end up with Jessica. Well, the the this this game is a lot like Yahtzee in the sense that you're, you're rolling dice, you're mix, you're matching colored dice, trying to get numbers, trying to fill them up, trying to beat the other people. There's some cards. There's some Smith family stuff. It is actually a really fun game, really easy to play. And if you want to know more head over to cryptozoic.com you can find out more about that 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 game there the morty zone which again trivia is what the episode was originally called and if you look in the instruction book booklet for the morty zone it says morty zone all over the place 
Okay, next up uh, in semi-printed news, it is the Adult Swim Festival with our friend Daniel, aka Scary Terry Folds. He was the man on the street there at the Adult Swim Festival. Uh, he made some amazing cosplay action. He was a pleasure chamber Rick on day two. Uh, he had the whole garb and the Rick mask. He looked great, looked fantastic. I actually got a chance to talk to him. I talked to him on the phone and he told me all about his adventures there. Uh, I've got a little bit of that, that interview, but what I want to do is, is just mainly mention that he was pulled up on stage with old Eric Andre for a ranch chugging competition and one of three people. He won a ranch chugging competition and if you go to his uh, Twitter over at Scary Terry Fold, you will see him triumphantly reaching up into the air in his Pleasure Chamber Rick costume with ranch just dripping out of his mouth. It is wonderful. So happy for him. So proud of him. And uh, I again, I talked to him a little bit on the phone and have a little have a little bit of a recording of that uh, with him. Uh, excellent, excellent adult film festival. Way better venue. Death Clock and Eric Andre were my highlights. Love the people. Love everything. Oh, they had Pocket Morty stuff there. They were giving away a bunch of plushies. Uh, I got um, Chase and myself a hat. It has like a Wendy Morty on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Wendy's thing. <laughs> yeah. I got that. And I got this like one true Morty pin. Got a bunch of sweaters and jackets. And yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of fun. And experiences. So yeah. Made a lot of friends. Almost showed uh, Justin Roy in my room. <laughs> I'll get him next time. Be like, hey. Listen, motherfucker, you gotta see this real quick. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep tagging Justin uh, with you and be like, huh, huh? Here he is, huh? Yeah. huh? <laughs> hey, remember guy. him? Remember? He's still here. He's still trying. <laughs> uh, if if Travis was here, I would reemphasize just how great Daniel is. Um, he's so lucky. He met he met Justin last year. Justin remembered him. Uh, he met Justin's parents last year. Yeah, just he deserves everything you get. He he talked to Randall from the Rickmobile as well. They they talked about us in the show, uh, which is so completely flattering. Two great guys. Uh, thank you so much, Daniel, for the time that you spent with me. And thanks for listening to the show. Also, oh, there's extra stuff about him like losing stuff, losing some of his Rick and Morty merch. And then some some uh, woman lying about having a piece of his merch, his piece of his homemade merch, and then her coming back later and is like, "Oh, I found this in the Lost and Found." Ha 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 ha. Him knowing she's lying and her getting karmic retribution somewhere down the line. Okay. Next up, it is as they say. <laughs> I have to do more music, Travis. It's time for the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. It's Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. When you, Travis, got a minute, you're in Florida, not here with me. It's a Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Okay. Uh, This was a really easy one to choose. It was a a collection of uh, Instagram posts 
with old Rob Schraub talking about more B story generation. Uh, this was the easiest one for me to set up while, while Travis was gone. Uh, so highlights lady with ice cream lips. Morty teams up with Captain Crunch, <laughs> which, uh, it didn't say with or without crunch berries. I think that's, that's that's an important note to determine. And then Portal Combat, which I I feel like I've seen that one before, but you know I would love to see Portal Combat. And then finally, Roofers and Booters, uh, to which Dan Harmon said, "There's no wrong answers, I guess." So uh, there you go. That's your Dan Harmon social media minute. And that was your semi pertinent news. Semi pertinent. Semi pertinent news. Okay. And every every episode we bring you semi pertinent news, but this episode we're doing something a little bit different. Oh, oh I, I already brought you semi pertinent news. We're actually going to move on to the main thing. M A N thing. M A N thing that's right it's the main thing uh today tonight season four episode two the old man and the seat this is the second episode of season four uh long awaited directed by jacob Hare. it was written by michael waldron who we have a link to his twitter out on our show notes aired yesterday november 17th uh, guest stars four four major guest stars: Taika Waititi of Thor Ragnarok fame, Kathleen Turner, Sam Neill, old Jurassic Park man himself, and if you watch Westworld, you might recognize a little man or big man called a fairly average man, Jeffrey Wright. That's right; he was also one of the guest stars. Uh, here's our bronopsis. As brought to you by Adult Swim. We all have one thing in common, bruh. I don't know. <laughs> Watch this one, bruh. There you go. There's your bronopsis. Insert uh, sound drop there. Just kidding. I don't have sound drops. But really, that's that's the bronopsis. Our synopsis very very succinct you've got to be shitting us rick by the way jerry develops an app with glutey even though he's told not to do not develop an app rick uh, jerry do not do it uh i don't know why why you're doing it um overall this episode it, it's not a, it's i'm not as much of a fan of this one as i was uh the season premiere for a few different reasons um I prefer the kind of like sci-fi kind of high concept sci-fi stuff. Uh, although I do appreciate this one doing a, a bit more of character kind of uh, development, um, especially with Rick, Morty, Jerry, Beth, Summer. That's not real, not much of a development there that we haven't seen before, but with Rick going in kind of a different direction and finding out more about him. So, uh, just going down the discussion, I want to start off with a, uh, a post, a, a comment to the, the post discussion thread on the Rick and Morty subreddit, uh, by a rich Astley user, rich Astley. And here, here's, here's what rich Astley writes. It's about relationships. 
And he writes, relationships. I'm in awe at how much they said on the topic in less than 30 minutes. The dating app revealed how desperate we are for them, how quick we're to discard them, and the hollow feel in the ones that have superficial meaning. Beth was an overbearing parent, and Jerry wanted to be Morty's friend. Different approaches to the parental relationship revealing that it's the perfect combined mixture that works. Even the gangster fly did not care about one child, but half of his children changed his mind. <laughs> that uh, 470,000, which, by the way, is not it's, it's more than half of 800, but we can whatever. Uh, also, Rick finding out that one of his most private spaces has been shared with one other individual. The lengths he traverses from feeling threatened from an enemy, gaining a friend to loss was galactic and all because he was a shy pooper. And Rick, Rich Astley finishes it up with fuck you, Summer, uh, sticking with that whole let's beat the shit out of Summer this season kind of kind of uh, mentality. Um, oh, amazing. That's the last thing he said was was amazing. Uh, and I picked that. Because basically, Rich Astley nails everything I felt about the episode in just a, a succinct way. Re- re- really dug it. Uh, the episode, to me, captured uh, the... I, I wrote these all in the show notes. Family dynamics. Uh, talking about friendship. Uh, there's a significance of old man in the seat to old man in the, in the sea. <clears throat> the Ernest Hemingway story. Uh, and I, I just, I just really like that they, uh, Rich Astley emphasized the, 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 the relationship pieces. So going a little bit further, uh, talking about the family dynamics, I'll go with Beth and Summer to start. Um, the episode last season in season three, where, uh, they, uh, Beth and Summer, they get huge, and then they have this weird, like, inside this this, this huge per, uh, mother-daughter fight, and then eventually uh, Morty takes out um, what what's his what, what's that dude's name? Uh, ah, crap, Seth. I, I just want to say Seth because Seth is kind of a uh, a name you want to punch in the face. A name has a face, um, but they Beth and Summer they they build upon their mother-daughter relationship in that episode. <clears throat> in this one, we see more that uh, Beth doesn't want Summer to make such rash, dumb decisions. And you can almost you can almost think about Beth marrying Jerry and how that ended basically her dreams and aspirations. Uh, we go back to interdimensional cable or uh, uh, Rick's minutes in the first season and you see how Beth just she had her ideal life in one version of of Beth and how unhappy she ended up actually being right so I think that's uh, I think this is an extension of, of kind of that theme uh, b- between them and summer being summer and being a teenager an underage teenager um and and just doing what she wants, just being suckered into this app. The Jerry and Morty <laughs> dynamic, hey, uh, the, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit different here. I mean, it's a little bit different. No, it's 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 the same. Jerry and Morty, uh, Morty talking shit about his dad, 
uh, going back to the season one Pluto episode, uh, just not respecting his dad at all. And really, why should he respect Jerry? Jerry's kickstarting this whole negative piece of the the B plot by developing Glutie's app. Why does he develop Glutie's app? He just wants validation. Jerry wants validation. Morty doesn't care. He's just, in in some ways, he's becoming more of a Rick, um, just savage. I, I forget the exact quote, but it, him just berating his dad, Jerry saying, "Is is that it?" And Morty saying, "Yeah, uh, you're you're a piece of trash, and I hate you." Finally, th- this is the most pertinent one of the entire episode to me. Travis, you can you can jump in if you want. Just kidding, you're not here. <laughs> it is Rick and Tony. Rick and Tony. Um, th- the whole piece of Rick finding the serenity on a toilet by himself was a great way to just kind of kickstart and uh, start exploring this bigger aspect of of Rick Rick's psyche. Uh, if you watch the, um, after the episode airs, it shows you the inside the episode, uh, Harmon's there, uh, Michael Waldron, uh, the, the writer, he, he talks a little bit about this. Um, and then on the adult swim companion podcast, they, they talk about this a little bit too, where in the script, they actually go deeper into the reasons that Rick needs this space by himself. And that, um, this Tony character really latches into this, this aspect of, of Rick losing, having lost something just as Tony has lost his his wife. Uh, And, and that whole dynamic goes into the part that I want to talk about, which was was friendship in that Rick doesn't have, uh, doesn't really have any friends, right? He doesn't, he's, he's lost all his friends. he, uh, he's lost bird person. We, we know him now to be Phoenix person. Rick, I don't know. It knows that that is a thing yet. We haven't seen squanchy since the wedding squanchers episode. And those are the only two. Well, uh, Mr. Poopy butthole, I, I guess we, we can con- consider that, but Mr. Poopy butthole, you could also say has now a family and he's kind of out of the picture, so to speak. So, uh, Rick doesn't have anybody to to talk to. He doesn't have the flesh curtains, his band, so to speak. And the whole time I'm watching this episode, I'm thinking of Rick kind of uh, pushing against Tony's saying, I'm going to be your friend. No, I'm going to I'm going to kill you. No, I'm going to be your friend. And and what it must have been like for well, I mean, we don't know, but when he be, was starting to become friends with Squanchy or, or Bird Person, or even meeting Gearhead, right, uh, at at some point in time in in his past, what what was that like? Was he so resistant back then to accepting new people into his life? Was he already affected by this big kind of catalyst in his his past that makes him so distant from from folks? Uh, that's something I would like to see moving forward. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but what I do know is 
well, I, I don't know if I actually know this or not, but the the old man in the sea, the Ernest, Ernest Hemingway story, and this, uh, there, there's a couple of posts out there on Reddit kind of comparing the two. Uh, I'll have show notes. I'll have links to the show notes to the actual synopsis to the the, the story, or uh, old man in the sea. But I think it's important to note that in in a certain sense, Tony is the fish from the the story. Tony is this kind of creature that. R- I'll, I'll just go into spoilers for the old man in the sea. This old man goes out to sea. He he rows out. He's he, he catches a marlin and he fights this marlin for so long and develops a respect for this adversary of, of his. And eventually he, he conquers it and he's taken it back and the fish dies. The fish dies. It's, it's eaten by sharks. It, it's get, it gets torn up by, by things. And the end of the story, the old man gets back to his village. He is just destroyed. He's distraught. He wanted to bring back uh, this fish to the village to show all the other fishermen that that he was capable and he he was competent. Uh, but he just goes crashes in his bed and is completely uh, d- depressed. And and even and even as he as he's rowing back into shore, the he thinks. Yeah, I'll get a money. I'll get a lot of money for this Marlin, but these people don't deserve it. They they don't deserve to experience this at all. And so in some ways, that's exactly how Rick is in this episode when it comes to to Tony. He has found an adversary that he sought out, he found it, he was reeling it in and developed, even though he didn't necessarily show it, he developed a respect for Tony. And, uh, enemies aside, he was not happy that this person, uh, a potential friend has, has passed on. So I, I think, I think there are mirrors there that are really interesting. If you, if you really stop to think, uh, to explore it, uh, <laughs> uh, Travis, by the way, is in the stream and he's saying things. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tony's heaven. That's, that's cool. Lieutenant QR code. Um, that's a thing that is actually a link you can, you can go to there. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then, uh, that, that's about, that's about it with, with that. Oh, this is off the rails now. I should do some editing. Okay. Uh, I, what I want to do is, I want to switch gears. I want to switch gear heads and I want to bring in Travis Menard to do something we like to call our favorite bits. Let's go with our favorite bits. You guys, I'm here to talk about bits. (laughs) Little bits. bits. Uh, All right, Travis, what's your, what's your first favorite bit? Uh, All right. So the the first thing that really cracked me up was, when Rick was trying to figure out uh, who used his private toilet, uh, and he had an intricate system that analyzed each poop, and he was able to find the one distinct different one that uh, that led him on the wild goose chase to find the uh, alleged pooper. 
the the detective. He's on the case. Detective yeah. Rick. The deuce detective. <laughs> uh perfect perfect uh okay uh like i guess since we're shirking uh tradition here on the, the show uh why don't you keep going with your with your next bit uh all right so another one of my favorite things is uh something that appears in the background uh as, as jerry is launching his his app and uh and it includes jerry's other ideas for apps uh some of those include Jupiter. Uh, who got the love, but my favorite is Meat Lovers, spelled M-E-E-T, Lovers. Uh, that <laughs> seems like the most Jerry of ideas. Uh, who got the love? That's the my who, favorite. Who got the love with a Z and a V? <laughs> Uh, that's fan- it's so, fan- so fantastic. What, what I really like is that uh, the 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 dating website is a real thing yeah <laughs> so you know if you're looking for the love or the meat either way you could check it out <laughs> uh I've, i i had the fucking link for it i don't know what happened to it uh it's it's real oh love finders with two r's and a z dot com Got to get there. Got to get there. Um, some other things I love. I love a fly that runs a bar full of frogs. I mean, just so subversive. Uh, <laughs> um, that area that Rick keeps uh, all the people that he refuses to kill in some sort of goo that gives them their, you know, personal fantasies or whatever, the wants, their wants and desires. Um, uh, with with the post credit scene. Uh, uh, callback as well is the good stuff. Uh, and then finally, uh, a subtle, a subtle bit, um, as, as, uh, whatever partner Summer's with, oh my gosh, the doors here are so loud, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, uh, but Summer's trying to run away with, with one of the people from the app, uh, the person that, that busted in on the hot air balloon and she, she runs to the hot air balloon basket like they're going to leave in the hot air balloon and they just cause kind of like a, Oh no, what am I, what am I thinking? Of course not. Why, why would we, why would we leave in this? Uh, that just, that just had me going. I, I really like that. <laughs> that, that, that hot air balloon woman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> picking, picking her toenails on the air. <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's so gross. It's so gross. I hate, I hate looking at my own feet and cleaning my own feet. So that's just extra disgusting to me. Extra disgusting. Uh, one final bit for you uh, is the kid that was literally just folded in half riding in a stroller at 11 o'clock at a Disney resort um, directly in front of me because uh, they're just passed out while their parents push them around <laughs> at Disney Hotel. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Sorry, I am. Uh, uh, you know, not in my normal sorts, but Brandon, you're doing a great job and uh, good luck with the rest of the show. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you, Travis. And you enjoy the rest of your time at the Disney Resort and Hotel. Yes, I'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that, that was that. That was that. Wow. Wow, we did it. <laughs> Travis and I, the thing that I like most about that little that little clip of of pre-recording Travis and then talking to Travis is that it really highlights that I need somebody to 
play off of it. Uh, it's so much better with, with Travis, the synergy it's synergistic effects. Everybody knows synergistic effects. That's fine. Okay. Uh, next here's, here's, here's my, here's my favorite bits. One that thing fucking killed me. <laughs> and then Rick and Morty or Jerry and Morty. Uh, is, is that something he did before? No, he never did that. I died laughing last night uh, as I'm trying not to, to fall asleep here so late on, on the Eastern seaboard. Uh, that, that, that's one of the thing. Um, the other one, the, when Tony's in heaven and Dan Harmon's poop God comes out of the toilet. <laughs> it's like you rang I'm pooping too. And he just starts doing like a weird little ditty dance and, and, and splashing water all the, over the place. I, I thought that was great. Uh, the space Beverly hillbillies that after, after, <laughs> um, the, the, the secretary over at Tony's office saying that Tony died on space Mount Everest. Um, and and then Rick saying, "Don't eat the chocolates. Don't drink the coffee. Uh, you'll be like Beverly Hillbillies, a bubbling crude, if you know what I mean. A Texas tea." And her being like, "I don't get those references." Like, well, well, uh, we'll go watch Space Beverly Hillbillies so you can so you can get my jokes. Lo- I loved it, and I also realized that I'm really maybe I'm old that I understand those those references myself. Good. And then finally, the ad wall defeating the app. I know from personal experience that if I have any kind of app that has an ad on it, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done with this. That's why I prefer Game Pass. Brought to you by Apple. For a mere $5.99 a month, you can get unlimited games to play on your Apple iOS device. That's right, Game Pass. Okay. Uh, and that, that is that I want to, I want to, there's, there's so much more to talk about. I would love to talk so much more about this episode, but I don't want to bore you with just a singular voice. Uh, I want to point out background art. Amazing. The, the, the planet that Rick goes to, to take a dump, take a shit. His game of Thrones is just it, they they do such a wonderful job on it. Uh, Ryan Elder with the music he does he does a great job. Um, the the final scene, not the not the 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 stinger after credits, but the the final scene where Rick is sitting on the toilet, all the holograms are are looking at him. Ta- uh, the the king of shit crown going on top of his head. That is such a a great scene. Because the music that that Elder puts together, uh, the the cheering, the, the excitement of of the the holograms making fun of Rick, who they think is Tony, it's it's such a tonally dissonant scene, because Rick himself is so upset that his kind of quasi friend is dead, but uh, he built this for Tony. He put so much effort into Tony. Uh, to kind of like talk shit about him, but like talk shit like you would you would talk shit to a friend like, hey Travis, uh, you're not here on the podcast, um, you suck. I don't know, that was a weird insult, uh, but it's a compliment. That's what Rick was trying to do with Tony, and just the like kind of 
triumphant music that that goes with it i just it it it, it tore me up on the second time second time watching uh the first time i was kind of like oh man that sucks but the second time i looked over at, at my wife chelsea and like don't look at me don't look at me these these aren't tears i'm just chopping onions i'm making a lasagna for one that is a uh, six degrees of Jermaine Clement reference. Uh, so uh, Taika Waititi. All right. Uh, so that that's that's the episode. That's that's us talking about this episode. There, again, there are so many more things to talk about. Uh, I would recommend going and reaching out to the Adult Swim podcast. They do they have an, a, a companion podcast with a bunch of interviews from artists, the director. Uh, um, Jacob Hare, uh, and then the the writer Walt Waldron, uh, Ryan Elder talks about it too. Go out there, listen to that, and get a lot of insight to the episode. Uh, but do me a favor if you have any thoughts, if if anything jumped out at you as I was busily rambling on to my to myself, head over head over to Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod, uh, Facebook.com. Rick and Morty podcast or send us an email, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your thoughts were. Love to hear them. Love to comment on them. And that reminds me, there's a little bit extra we have to do. It's listener suggestions and short outs. That's right. First up over on Twitter at Steve Chargualaf. Season four, episode two of Rick and Morty is another great one. That app fiasco is straight comedy. LMAO, uh, not the band, uh, yet realizing Rick's inner turmoil of loneliness. Thanks for laughs and somber reality. At Welsh Harls 88, man, really feeling for Rick in season four. True that, true that. He, he's, he's going on his own adventures and Morty's going on his own adventures. Uh, uh, Travis mentioned this in the Twitch chat, which I guess I could shout him out in the Twitch chat portion of this, the show. Uh, but uh, it's something he said. I've seen it a lot in Reddit where they start at the family dinner table and then they end up kind of going on their weird split adventures. And I wonder if that's something that's going to keep going for the rest of season four. Um, Goran 93, he writes, I've noticed that both of these episodes have Rick and Morty doing separate things. I wonder if this will continue to be a pattern. Sorry, I jumped on your, your line, Goran. I apologize on that. I do. I, I too wonder if that will be a pattern, obviously, because I said that before I read your tweet, but he, uh, if we, if we look at the, the preview for next episode, the one crew over the Kruko's next nest. It looks to be a heist esque episode where Rick and Morty are together. Uh, so this might be one of those those episodes where they they aren't separate. They are doing a classic Rick and Morty adventure. So it'll be interesting to see. Also directed by our friend, friend of the show, Brian Jordan Newton at Dark King Zorro on Twitter. If you're interested. Okay, uh, D Hazel thirty one writes in the most indirect of ways. This episode showed just how deeply Rick cares for people and how hurt his is over the loss of a past love. 100%. Uh, uh, mentioned the friendships thing a little bit earlier. I think he yearns for companionship. I th- I think 
uh, he has demonstrated himself to be a lonely person and character uh, to the audience, right? Maybe not to everyone else uh, that he associates with the show, Rick, or sorry, uh, Morty, Beth, Jerry. He doesn't show that to everybody else, but we know something that those characters diegetic to the, the show don't know and that he is a damaged kind of person. Um, so I, that's two episodes in a row that we see a side of him like that. I wonder how, uh, how it will look going forward. Hopefully it's not too depressing. I saw a comment in Reddit saying that uh, they, they think maybe we're getting set up for uh, just a, an extraordinarily tragic thing based off of comments that Harmon made in the after show for Rick uh, edge of Tomorty with uh, Rick can die, but I'm not going to tell you how. So kind of setting something up for that. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Twitch chat. I mentioned Travis. He's there. He's supporting me from afar. Uh, there's a joke there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Instagram. This isn't necessarily related to the show, uh, but I just wanted to give a shout out to at podcasts story maker. Can't wait for tonight's episode. Uh, this was sent to us before the last episode was aired, but you know, I just thought it'd be, I just thought it'd be you know, quirky to include him in, in this. Uh, we do have one review before I leave for the night. It is from, oh my God, uh, this, this, this user's name, Daff. V duck cool man is cool. That's that's the name of the review. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's titled Solid Start for Season 4. I love listening to these guys. Great stuff for the last 2 years. Hope they keep it going. That is a weird weird name and then very well written <laughs> review. So good on you, Def V duck cool is cool man. You did it, and we appreciate you leaving us a review. And as a matter of fact, we we appreciate every single person who listens to the show, who's rated, who interacts with us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I, I know this is just me, Brandon Cruz, talking to you without Travis, but I can speak for both of us that you mean everything to us and this show and to all of the creators, the artists, directors, writers who make the show, they don't necessarily listen to International RSS, but I know that they appreciate you reaching out to them and telling them how much it means uh, to bring laughter and joy into your lives for at least five episodes every two years. Uh, so with that in mind, hit us up. We're on uh, we're at Twitter, Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, Instagram, Rick and Morty Podcast, and then Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the episode. If we missed anything, if you want us to explore anything more in future episodes. And I think that's it. I think that's it for tonight. Thank you again, everyone, for the solo episode, the only solo episode we've done in the entire run of this <laughs> the podcast. I am Brandon Cruz. And by God, this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs>